is the moment you've all been waiting for. Adam Liverpool, England! It was super necessary. So if there's any problems with, um, well, I think it's Keaton's, um, like microphone. If if it's if the audio isn't too good, let us know, and um, he can switch to another um, speaking device. Let's say. Um, so yeah, if if there's any issues, just let us know, please. Um, we'll get Chris in in a second. I'm just making sure we're all. Well, that I'm all good to go. Um, so we have questions. Yeah, I think we're good. Probably would help if I'm not on Instagram and I'm on YouTube instead, so I can see what people are saying. Um, right, okay. I'll let you start today. James, though, it's a question closely or hard to. Cool. You can see it, we can hear you at the minute. Just waiting for your audio to connect. So it says eight in the bottom. There we go. Oh, sweet. Yeah, there we go, we've got you. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. 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 We've got you. Sweet. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm good, mate. Uh, done some good training this morning and just had a bit of a chill day after that, really. Yeah, you're sweet. No worries, mate. Um, so a massive part of fighting is the external factors, things others, others may not notice, like loud music, but for you, they'd be quite apparent. Obviously, with, with having autism and heightened senses, how do you deal with those external factors and keep focus during the fight? So that's actually a really, really good question. So obviously I'm autistic. You know, a lot, a lot of people know that. It's always been fuck, fucking horrible. I'm not even going to lie. But as, as I've got older, um, I've kind of grown up with MMA. So my first fight, when I was 15 years old. That very first fight was... You know, a lot of you know that amateur fight, I snapped my leg, I threw a kick and I broke my leg. Yeah. Um, going into it, all the, the noises, the crowd, the lights, everything, it fucking freaked me out. Like, um, it was a horrible, horrible experience. Um, and 
you know, going into it and another time after that. I, I, I had a weird addiction for it after it happened, the fight. Um, a lot of people thought because of my condition, I would never do it again. Yeah. Um, and also, obviously, breaking your leg at 15 in, in a cage fight, a lot of people are going to be thinking, like, yeah, he's definitely not doing it, you know, autism and all autism. Um, but I had a weird addiction for it, so I wanted to do it again. Each fight I've done um, as an amateur, the the fights themselves aren't, you know, the, the nerve-wracking, obviously, because you've got to perform and there's potential that anything could happen in there. But everything around it, like the crowd, the music, everything, that really got to me when I was younger. But I got used to it. So I've, I've done that many fights now. I've almost grown up with it. I think it's all about adapting to your environment. Um, there's a lot of things that make me very uncomfortable and very nervous. Um, but the more I expose myself to it, the easier it gets. I feel like I've I've kind of learned to embrace it as, I, as I've become a professional. If um, Most people look at a lot of my, my ring entrances now uh, compared to when I was an amateur. They're very different. When I was an amateur, I was very shelled up. I'd, I'd come out to, you know, very, um, I wouldn't say like very upbeat music. I'd just yeah. walk out to Lose Yourself uh, by Eminem. I'd walk out to that every single time because it was the songs basically about nerves. Yeah. Um, I'd walk out to that every single time, really because I was nervous and I was really, really like trying to get everything out of my out of the um, out of my head, like the loud noises and everything, just thinking it's all about the fight. But as I've turned professional, I come out to some crazy shit now. Like I try to make a show out of everything that I do. I'm embracing it. Like that pressure, you know, the crowd, the the big show. I just I've just learned to enjoy it, but that's been in uncomfortable situations constantly, and just embrace who I am. Um, there's more to it than that. My mum, it was really good with me growing up, and let me understand how to deal with my condition growing up. So my, my mum, I have to thank a lot for everything. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Being autistic, a lot of things that go into this sport for me, they're a lot more challenging than, let's say, someone without autism in the sport. I can 100% agree with that. Yeah, because I mean, when I had the novice fights, I even noticed those external factors, like how much of an issue they were for me. So like when when we was when I knew we were speaking to you. Before that, I'd asked that to get your perspective on that. Just one more thing. Uh, so there's another, I won't, I won't mention the name out of respect because they might not want me to say this, but uh, there's another autistic fighter. Um, it's not known that they're autistic though, so I'm not going to like say who they are or anything like that. Uh, but a little bit of information about some how other people with autism deal with it. Um, they like to put headphones in as they walk out. Right. So it blocks out all the noises. It blocks out all the intensity of what's going on. Uh, looking back at it, I probably should have done that as an amateur. It might have calmed me down a little bit more when I was an amateur, but I never did that. I just walked out to my music. I listened to everything. I think it just made me more fucking nervous. And I think, I think it made me shell up a little bit more um, than what I could have, but 
don't know. I think there's, everyone's got a different way of dealing with it, but autism does play a massive, <clears throat> massive factor in the performance anxiety of what we do. But yeah, yeah, that's another way that people deal with it. I don't deal with it like that, though. I think I could have, though, when I was younger. Do, do you think if you didn't deal with it the way you did, that you wouldn't be coming out of the entrance, entrances like you are now, you know, actually embracing it? It's hard to say. I think, I think, yeah, you know what? I, I agree with that. Yeah, because I threw myself into into an uncomfortable environment. Like, yeah, I'd agree with that. I, I think it's made me who I am. I think the fact that I broke my leg in my first fight, um, I went through a lot of hard shit, and also with my autism, like going through a lot of a lot of shows uh, around the world. The, the way they do amateur fights will be different. Um, here in the UK, we put people on shows without shin guards. It's like a, a professional fight almost, the amateur fights. Going overseas, the you know, the IMF's uh, format's a bit more in place, in it, in other countries. Yeah. So they might not walk out to music or out like that. So it'll be a bit different for them guys. But I was pretty much doing professional sort of fights as an amateur going into my pro fights. So, yeah, I, I do think it has made a difference, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, so, Keaton, you're, okay, your video's fixed itself. That's good. Um, so, just to stick with that for a moment then, how much has MMA helped you with your autism? Fucking lords. Um, I'm just, I'm a lot better with people. Still, I'm a bit, I don't know, awkward sometimes when I talk to people, but no, I'm a lot better with uh, communicating with people. I'm a lot, I'm a lot better with my confidence and like my just general self-esteem, like I just feel good about myself. You know, it has helped a lot. And I don't, I don't feel like I have to hide who I am to people. I feel like I can just be myself to the world, which is, which is very important. Like I think a lot of people, even people without autism, they have confidence issues. They don't do, they don't do a sport like what I do. So they don't, they don't realize that they can just be themselves, you know, be comfortable around other people. They feel like they have to hide their insecurities. Like me, I'm not asked. Like I'll show my insecurities to people. I'm not even, I don't even give a fuck. I don't look at them as weaknesses. It's just me as a person. It's who I am. Yeah. My autism isn't a weakness. It's an advantage. Like I think if I was, if I was a completely normal human being and I didn't have autism, I don't think I would have got this far. I think I would have just become all the other lads in Blackburn, you know, like just, have a normal job, Again, went to the pub every Friday and, you know, got pissed and just repeat and just waste my life away. You know, no offence to that kind of life. I mean, sometimes sometimes I think I want that life, to be honest. You know, it's a bit more relaxed, but nah, I'm just addicted to this. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. This is what uh, stuff you can do, you know, something you, something you're good at, you know. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, that energy, yeah. Yeah, um, so to, to, to move on then, um, you've you've spoken in the past about, you know, being a big featherweight, um, having sometimes struggled to get down to that weight sometimes. Obviously, this is at 145, but was there any thought of moving up to 155 for the debut in Cage Warriors? Yeah, the thought's been crossing my mind quite a bit, uh, especially, like, with how hard it is to get to featherweight. I um I walk around pretty heavy. Like my, going into this fight camp, I was walking around at like eighty four, 
mm. um, at the start. But I was 84 fat, though. I was 84 kilos right after uh, being on holiday. Yeah. But, you know, there's all thinking, you know what, well, I might give it a go. But I, I speak to guys that are, you know, actual lightweights, fight at lightweight, and their walk-around weights are a lot heavier. And But then again, there's some lightweights that are around that size are a bit smaller. I just thought about it. I want to go as far as I can in this sport, so I'm better off having every advantage possible. And maybe lightweight in the future, but fucking hell, this sucks. Like, Cutting weight fucking sucks. I wish yeah. I wish they did it from the sport, to be honest. Um, I, I think guys would compete a lot more. I'd definitely compete a lot more. I mean, I'm probably only going to fight two or three times this year. Yeah. You know, if I, if I didn't have to cut to 66 kilos, I'd probably be fighting six times or something. Yeah. 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 There's so would, some... you, would you be interested in potentially like exploring a move to one, obviously, with the different rules when it comes to weight cutting and things like that yeah but I've, I've heard that guys still find ways around it like there's always ways around it like to still cut weight from what i've heard like them hydration tests i heard something that don't know how, how accurate it is but like, i heard i heard something about guys finding ways around it so they're still dehydrating themselves and then they, they have a bit of water or something and and basically, it just shows that they're hydrated when they're not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I believe the only way around it is if you weigh the guys right before they get in the cage. I think that's the only way around it. Like, I've heard guys say same day weigh-ins too. Like, I thought that was a good idea. But guys still cut weight. I've done the Iron Maths years ago. I was an amateur, and guys were still cutting weight on them. And they had to make weight, same day weigh-ins repeatedly, and they were still cutting weight. There's no way around it apart from if they weigh them in at that checkpoint when they put the Vaseline on. I think that's the only way around it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, it is. Um, so, your opponent then, Michel Falk, obviously, coming over uh, to fight here. How, how much do you know about him? Um, well, he's from Poland. He's got a pretty experienced record. He's got more fights than me. Uh I think he's got 11 fights, he's got six wins, five losses, but all the guys he's fought are pretty decent. He's fought really hard fights. He's not fought any like shit bags or uh, journeymen or anything like that. Um, uh, I'd say he's very well rounded. He's got good skills on the feet, good skills on the ground, decent wrestler. You know, he seems pretty tough. Um, also, um, been on his Instagram, he can sing a little bit too. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like an interesting character. Uh, yeah, he seems like a fun guy. Um, it's a good challenge for me. I think it's a good first fight on Cage Warriors, to be honest. Maybe, yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe have a sing along with them after that. Yeah, I can't <laughs> fucking sing. Like, girlfriend's here right now, and she's heard me sing. Um, can I sing? Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> no, so, uh, he wins that fight. He wins that fight. Definitely wins that fight. But um, <laughs> going into the actual fight, um, I think it's going to be a good test. But I don't know. I just I see myself being a bit more skilled than him. No, no disrespect to him. I, I just see myself being a bit more uh, skilled than him. And uh, I think I'm going to want it more. Like, the way I look at it, this, this guy's. it looks like he's got other stuff going on. And I think you can only 
do if you want to fight, if you want to be a professional fighter and go far as a professional fighter, you've got to put everything into that. Like you, you can't have any outside fucking talents or anything like that. Like any side pieces or out. You just got to be. You're doing this and you, you're sacrificing everything for this. I'm doing that. I'm putting everything into this. Like so much sacrifice, so much hard work, dedication, blood, sweat, and tears. Um, this guy, if he wanted to, I, rec- I reckon he could uh, be a, a performer in something else. So knowing that, I know he's not got the same thing that he has as me. I know that. No disrespect to him, though. I think he's a really good guy. I think he's a really good fighter. But I think I've got that little thing uh, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Is is taking on a more experienced uh, person in UK George's debut uh, sort of a motiv- motivator for you as well? I want to go to the UFC in the next two years. So, yeah. Fuck it. I want to. I want to win this fight. Fight someone you know a little bit better than this guy. After that, a little bit better than that guy. You know, move my way up from that. And I want to get signed in two years. You know, seriously, that's that's my goal. Yeah. UFC in two years, five years. I want to be on the uh, main card of a UFC pay per view. That's that's my plan. And uh, I'm not looking past. Is it Mikel? Michael, I don't, I don't actually know how to pronounce his name. But... <laughs> it's all right. Mr. Folk. Mr. Folk. Um, <laughs> no respect to Mr. Folk at all. I'm not looking past him. I believe that this fight's going to be one of my hardest fights. I think, I think it will go the distance. You know, potentially. I, I, I believe I'm going to finish him, but I have, I have also thoughts that it will go the distance, and we're both going to get bloodied up in the fight. I reckon it's going to be a bit more back and forth. Than what a lot yeah. of people think, but nah, I'm going to the UFC 100%. Give me these five fights, five or six fights on Cage Warriors. You know, Dana's going to sign me. I just know it. Two years. You yeah. mentioned there about got you know wanting to go to the UFC and within two years is right now signing with Cage Warriors about to have your debut. Are you where you thought you'd be at this point in your career right now? Not really, no. Um, honestly, I thought my next fight was not wasn't wasn't gonna be on Cage Warriors. I, I thought I was gonna have to do FCC again, maybe UKFC, maybe another show somewhere. I, I didn't really have Cage Warriors in mind at first. It was, it was in my head. I was like, uh, if I get a good opportunity somewhere, I'll take it. But chances are, I'm not really gonna get anywhere with it. Just you know, I'll do the smaller fights and work my way up. But then, you know, I'll, I'll just say how I got it. I um, I done a few posts asking for management, and uh, there was an interview I done on the on a different uh, media site. Uh, basically, started asking for management, asking for opportunities. I need I needed management to get bigger opportunities, better money for fights. Because um, I, I got screwed over. I, well, not screwed over. It's not the promoter's fault. It's Guys don't end up fighting me. I, I do big fight camps. You know, I was supposed to fight uh, Mike Thompson in my last fight. Some shit happened uh, the week of the fight, and he ended up fighting somebody else, and I was left with no opponent. I ended up fighting a fucking idiot as a last-minute replacement. Um, it, it's just one of them, innit? So I just, I just wanted better opportunities. 
So I, I reached out for management. So I done some posts. I got loads and loads of messages off different people. Um, got offers for loads of different promotions. Not really going to mention them on here because I don't want to disrespect Cage Warriors at all. Um, but one of the messages came through from a management, and it was Intensity Fight Management. And anyone who, uh, who doesn't know Intensity Fight Management, the same management that manage uh, Paddy Pimblett and Molly McCann and Jack Shaw and many, many others. For me, it was a no-brainer because they had, they had basically the recipe to get guys to the UFC. Yeah. So, you know, I had a chat with them, told them what, what I want. They, they said what they could do for me, this and that. And I just thought, you know, it's, it's just simple, isn't it? I want to go to the UFC. I want to do as best I can in this sport. Cage Warriors is the best route. It's, it's the gateway. So, yeah, going through them gates. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> um, so, obviously, you mentioned before about not looking past any opponents, but obviously someone else who's on the same card as you, you were scheduled to fight in it in your amateur career is Manny Akpan. As you progress, oh, yeah. as you pro- progress through Cage Warriors, is Manny someone you would like to eventually face? Yeah, potentially. Yeah, I face I face anybody in, on Cage Warriors. You know, if they're not obviously my teammate. You know, like I train at Next Gen, mm-hmm. so you know, guys in in that boat. You know, I'm not really going to fight them guys, but you know. Anybody they put in front of me, really, I'm not too fussed. Manny Akpan, uh, that'd be an interesting fight. That would actually be a very interesting fight. Um, he's a good, very, very good striker, well-rounded. He's just, just got got crazy, crazy style, hasn't he? Like, just yeah. frozen mad shit. Yeah, that'd be a fun fight, that. Um, yeah, I'm, whoever, really, I'm not too fussed. It's whatever cage where he's put in front of me, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not... I'm not thinking about that at the minute. I'm just thinking about um, Mr. Falk and uh, his singing. <laughs> um, so uh, how, and his nails, a good... bit of a goth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting character. As long as he hasn't got a victory song planned, then, you know, it's all good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so how big of a deal is it for you to be finally putting on the iconic yellow gloves? Oh my god! So it almost—it's um, not obviously—it's not the UFC or anything like that, obviously. But it—it's a big deal because all my heroes um, that you know have made it to the UFC pretty much have wore them gloves. You know, a lot of guys I look up to, um, Paddy Pimblett has wore them gloves. Uh, Michael Bisbing's wore them gloves. Dan Hardy, you know, a massive, massive list of people. Um, and they've all gone on to do amazing things. Guys like Conor McGregor, yeah, fuck, it's it does feel pretty good. Like I'm gonna be wearing the same gloves that them they wore, being in the same cage, and hopefully on the same journey as these guys too. You know, I really, I believe I'm gonna put my little town Blackman on the map. Hopefully, one day. That's that's my major goal. I really have a lot of. Um, I'm very proud of where I'm from. I want I want to put Blackburn on the map because it's a very small town. Yeah. We don't have a lot of major sporting heroes from this town. You know, we've got a, a football team. I'm not really into football, uh, but yeah, we've got a football team over here, but it's not really making waves or anything like that. I just really want to do my best for the town and have have 
you know, these young kids have someone to look up to that come from yeah. a small town that's going through something. Yeah. That's it. By the end of by the end of your career, Blackburn will have Premier League winners and UFC champion. Nice little statue of you in there. Ah, yeah, that'd be pretty sick. But I doubt, I doubt that. But, you know, <laughs> not the most <laughs> no, but uh, um, I just said there, like being a role model. You know, what I mean, that's that's a, a a big thing, and you know, putting yourself on that path. It's brilliant, mate. Especially for young kids with autism or, or kids that are getting bullied at school. Um, because I went through all that, and yeah, just. I see a lot of uh, stuff online, um, you know, kids, like, you know what mums are like nowadays with social media, the post the post stuff. Yeah. Of the kids getting, um, like, they might have seen something on social media, they've shared it about, like, kids getting bullied and that, and I just, ah, oh, fuck, like, I can't, I can't do anything about it, but sometimes I just wish, like, I could help these kids about it, because, yeah, but that, that, that's the thing. I can't get involved with the strangers. I can't get involved. But yeah, it's yeah, it's fucking shit. Because I just know how bad it was when I was a kid, and I always thought like, oh, if there was only like someone to help me at the time. But I only I only learned martial arts and you know learned the ways that I know when I got to the age of like. You know, I done martial arts when I was a lot younger, but nothing, nothing serious though. I only learned serious martial arts when I was about 15, 14, 15. And pretty much, yeah, it didn't really make much difference until I actually became a fighter. Yeah, but that, that, that's the thing, though. Like, you know, being in cage warriors, making your way to the UFC, one of those kids could see one of your 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 videos, you know what I mean, and think, you know, you could inspire them, you know what I mean. I hope, I hope so. I hope so, because yeah, anyone can do it. I'll tell you that right now. Anyone, what, everything I've done, anyone can do. Because. It, it, it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's it, it's a lot easier said than done, yeah. and you're gonna go through a lot of hardship. But I, I really do believe anyone can do anything as long as they put their mind to it. My granddad said that um, years ago, years and years ago. Like, and my mum's always told it me. Um, yeah, that's just something that stuck with me. So I just work my ass off for everything that I want, and I just try my best to believe. Yeah, and I believe you know the road's gonna be hard. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to run through everybody. I know that. I know I'm not born with, you know, superpowers or anything like that. I'm not, I'm not born into a like a wealthy family or anything. But I, I do believe that I will get there one day. I'm going to work my ass off, and I'm going to do whatever I can. Like I'm going to go wherever I have to go. You know, I'm going to just do literally everything in my power to make my dream come true. Yeah. Obviously, there's that saying, isn't he? When your hard work beats talent, when talent talent doesn't work hard, and by the sounds of it, that's what you're putting in, hard work. 100%. I know a lot of talented people, 
um, a lot, like, and I've seen a lot, like, come up, like, everyone's thinking they're going to be in the UFC, this and that, and something happens to them and they just they just drop off and it's how easy they drop off. Yeah. But then you get guys like myself that haven't got any, like, I believe I'm not talented. I, I don't believe I have any, like, talent, so to speak. I'm just a normal guy, really. Um, if anything, with my autism, things are a little bit harder. But I will work my ass off and I will be consistent. Like, I'll be doing the sports the day I die. I'm never going to stop. Yeah, definitely. Uh, <clears throat> to sort of go off that, that thing that I mentioned about people seeing you, you know, for anyone that may be seeing you for the first time come April 15th, what can they expect to see from you? Hmm. A crazy ring walk, <laughs> music, uh, probably going to do something really daft walking out. Yeah, definitely going to do something daft walking out. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do, but I'm going to do something daft. I don't actually plan all this out either. It's just going to end up doing something daft. Get in the cage. Guy says, you know, such and such a body over there. Uh, oh, crazy Chris Bryce over there. You're going to get all that jazz. Fight starts. Craziness. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Don't know. But I'm going to dominate him. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go out there and do my best to dominate him. And after the fight, I'm probably going to do something daft. And I'm probably going to get drunk afterwards and have fun with everybody. There you go. That's <laughs> the night in a nutshell. That's what's going to happen. Little, little a, lot of a lot of uncertainty and a lot of craziness. <laughs> Very unpredictable. Don't know what the fuck's going to happen. But I'm going to win. Basically unmissable. I won't say it's unmissable, it's just unpredictable. <laughs> okay. Unpredictable and unmissable. <laughs> Buy tickets, find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to, again, to sort of go off, you know, new getting new fans and people seeing you, obviously Cage Warriors have been expanding and going into different countries recently. Oh, Is competing yeah. abroad, like showing you, you know, some new fans your talents, is that something you'd be up for? Oh, I fucking love that. Like, um, they're going. Um, I'm not too sure if I'd be able to go on the San Diego cards, but that'd be sick fighting in San Diego if that, if that ever came about. Um, uh, fighting, I think they're doing France, I'd love to go to France, uh, Italy, wherever. Like, I'd love it. Um, I am planning on my next fight though being in the UK, so after this one, I'm having it in the UK just because I've got some plans after the fight, uh, with, with my girlfriend and. You know, I just I just want to have a bit of a chill after it because, like I said earlier, I put a lot into this and I cut a lot of fucking weight. I am going to eat a lot of fucking food after this <laughs> because I have been going through so much shit to get to my weight at the minute. And uh, fuck it, I don't like it. It's <laughs> <laughs> life. I love fighting. I love training. I love the sport. I love everything around it. Just get the fuck rid of weight cutting. Fucking hate it. Yeah, that, that downtime after it's well needed. Like, all inclusive holiday. <laughs> like, I said, I, I've, told, I've told people, like, after the fight, oh, I'll, I'm not going to get that heavy. I'm going to get to about 77 kilos, and that, that'll be my, my max. I won't get any heavier. 
fucking hell, as the weeks have gone on, I've been thinking, hmm, <laughs> fucking hell. Like, the last fight I'd done, went to an all-inclusive holiday. Fucking hell, you should have seen the plates. Weren't they ridiculous, though? Them plates are ridiculous. Like, one plate would be, like, two days' worth of food. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to end up doing that again. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, they're not, they're not going to like that either. They're going to be thinking, right, we're going to want him in uh, in June or July. Like, hopefully on a London card, they're going to want me. And I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. Really. Um, well, I think we're going to miss out one of the questions in the getting to know you anyway. I think we know what the answer to that might, one of them might be there already. Well, it's something to do, isn't it? No, not about, not about food. Uh, Wow. It makes it makes it. We have got we have got a question about food, but it's not the one I'm thinking of. But it'll make sense when we get to it. Um. So yeah, to move on, then we do a little segment at the end of uh, our shows with people who haven't been on before, and it's just to help people get to know you a bit better outside oh, of fighting. So first one, nice and easy. Uh, what's your favorite film? Favorite film? Oof. There's always a recency bias with this. Oh, that is a tough one. That is actually a tough one. My favourite film. Hmm. All right. I'll just say... Um, first film that pops into my head, really, is Forrest Gump. Classic. Forrest Gump. Just, just because... Now, I'd say that's my favourite film. I wouldn't say it's my favourite film right now, like... Recency biased, I'd say probably another film, but yeah. right now I'd say Forrest Gump because of what that guy did. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you've seen Forrest Gump, guys, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. You know, he's kind of based on someone with autism or someone with learning difficulties, isn't it? Yeah. And he basically just goes out and does literally everything amazing. He, like, achieves everything he's ever wanted and... Just, just does it without even thinking. <laughs> um, I, I love that. I found it inspiring. Like someone came from absolutely nothing, uh, came from suffering and you know disability, and you know he made it in life, and that inspires me quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you could even say what you've been about before. Maybe he set his mind to those things and got them done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. The next one for you then is your favorite TV show. Favorite TV show? Yeah. Oh. Oh, what do you what do you reckon it is? <laughs> Go on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's gotta be. It's gotta <laughs> be that, isn't it? Friday night dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that is about to I'm just yeah, not, not gonna do any more series on it. I know, I know. It's a shame, isn't it? But that was, no, it was, it was that really good shot. Hilarious! That chat was hilarious. You ever seen a kid? Nah, nah, I haven't seen it. Yet. Good, you know. Fucking brilliant. Shallow. <laughs> <laughs> have to give it a watch. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's got like that in between this feel to it. Yeah. Boss, yeah. <laughs> boss. Okay, next one then. Um, you mentioned about music before, so who's your favourite musician or band? Oh. What do you reckon? 
You don't even know. Wow, my gone girlfriend doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't say I have a favourite, but I guess, like, some of the greats, maybe. Like, wouldn't, like, pick a one guy or anything. I'd say, like, Queen, Elton John, you know, just some of these legends. Yeah. Fuck it. Just, just, just anybody yeah. that's really made it, like, an, an iconic um, musician, basically. Yeah. And um, next one then is what's a, a random fact about yourself? A random fact about myself? Yeah. Hmm. I'm just fucking hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. All I thought about for the last two hours is like my mum and like, I'm living at my mum and dad's house at the minute. Uh, they've got pizza in the fridge. It's just a shitty fucking frozen pizza in the fridge. And I'm just like, I could eat it. <laughs> I could eat it and I could just burn it off tomorrow. But then I'm thinking, yeah, but I'm going to have to stay longer in the bath. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> decisions, yeah. decisions. Uh, probably not a good idea, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think uh, leave that pizza where it is in the meantime, you know. Save yeah. it for, for, for after the fight or something. <laughs> no, my, my fucking dad's going to eat that pizza. It's not going to be <laughs> It's going to be gone. Like, anything that I want, it, it is my dad's anyway, to be honest. I'm probably pinching <laughs> it. But now nah, I see it, I fucking eat it. Yeah. You, I like it. You, you so, <laughs> So this is the one I thought we might leave out, but I'll ask it anyway, but we might already know the answer. So right. what's your biggest pet peeve? So like what winds you up more than anything? Who what winds me up? More than anything. Just negative shit, really. Like just negative people and uh negative vibes. I think that I think that'll just say it like that. Like yeah. people that are jealous and people that Yeah. I just say negative energy. I just want to be around positive people and I just want to have positive vibes. I think that I'll, I'll say that like when people are just negative, I fucking hurt it. Stay away yeah. from it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I was expecting to say wake up, but I do agree with the answer. Oh, yeah, I'm fucking wake up. <laughs> <laughs> that and negativity. I mean, wake cutting's negative. I mean, there's nothing, nothing good. Comes out weight cutting, you know, <laughs> it, right? yeah. when you rehydrate now, that feels good. Fucking hell, that feels good. <laughs> Weird, like fucking it's like you're in a fucking desert, in it. Like last week, it's like you're fucking killing yourself, you're slowly killing yourself, and then you people that don't do it don't understand when you have that that hydration drink at the end, like that, 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 that that thing with that shit with all the electrolytes, creatine, everything that you need. Normally, it's like, eh. But after you've been through all that bullshit of sweating your fucking ass off, it tastes so beautiful. <laughs> it just, it's amazing. It's like the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> it is, honestly. That's positive. That yeah. is positive. Yeah. That is positive. <laughs> It feels like that gold at the end of the rainbow. Yeah, I was going to say, I love the passion there for the rehydration drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, so a company needs to just some firm just needs to watch this bit of that and just put you to front their campaign for hydration drinks just based on that. <laughs> <laughs> no particular hydration drink. I'm talking about <laughs> shake, just you know, a homemade remedy. You yeah. know. However, um, I will I will rep uh, Paddy's drink. I'll rep that. That one's a good hydration drink. That applied nutrition drink. Uh, that he's just, yeah. that oh, um, I'll sell that. that one. Yeah. Paddy punch. punch. Yeah. 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 Good advert for that there. Go on, man. <laughs> I'll drink that first thing I drink after the weigh-ins. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, next one for you, then. What, uh, do you have a hidden talent? I have a hidden talent. Yeah. have to wait a while here. <laughs> <laughs> probably have to go downstairs and ask my mum and dad, like, Mom, Dad, do you have any, do you have any hidden talents? <laughs> Your dad will probably say stealing all this food. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, that's true. Come on, do you have any hidden talents? I don't know. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> oh, my God, if this fucking MMA crew don't go well, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what? oh my, my girlfriend thinks I'm a good cook. Go on, why? Why am I a good cook? Why, why, is, my, why is it my cooking? Go on, speak up. Burgers. Apparently, I make some of the best burgers ever, apparently. There you go. There you go. I'm a steak. Yeah, apparently, I'm really good at making steak. Yeah. I've, oh, okay. Maybe I am a chef at heart or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling you out, Gordon Ramsay. I'm fucking <laughs> calling you out, bitch. <laughs> Um, so, have you ever, um, before you go, have you ever had a, a Juicy Lucy? A Juicy Lucy? You ever had one of them? <laughs> what, what is that? What's a Juicy Lucy? So it's, you know what it is, don't you, Quinn? Is that an innuendo? No, literally, it's, you get like a block of cheese, you get two, two, like burgers, two patties, squash them together with the cheese in the middle, and then you cook it, and then when you eat it, cheese like oozes out in that. <laughs> That's pause fight that. Write <laughs> that down. I'm having that pause fight. You just inspired that. What juicy what? Juicy Lucy. A juicy Lucy. I'm having a fucking juicy Lucy after the fight. Ready <laughs> here for hooks. That's what I'm having right now. <laughs> Exclusive. Yeah. A juicy Lucy and a Paddy's punch. Sorted. Yes. Paddy <laughs> Punch after the weigh-in. Juicy Lucy after the fight. <laughs> a bottle of Captain Morgan rum. <laughs> nice. Sorted. Um, stick on with food then. Um, what's your go-to takeaway order? Chinese. Chinese. Everyone, everyone, everyone was expecting me to say pizza then. <laughs> Every fucker was expecting me to say pizza. Pizza is great, but a lot of the time, I go, uh, I go for the Chinese because there's a lot of, like, meat options. I like the ribs. I like the, uh, the salt and pepper wings. And in a weird way, it kind of fits my macros a bit, in a weird way. Yeah. Le- less damaging than other takeaways. Yeah. <laughs> less carbs in it. There's still a lot yeah, of carbs. It. It. Yeah. It d- <laughs> depends on your portion size as well, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, and I always fuck that up. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always fuck that up. I always get more. I always get more than what um, I can actually eat. Yeah, I, I think everyone does that with the takeaway. Yeah, <laughs> always. It's, it's better to have it's better to have too much food than not enough. So. Yeah, I know that. I know that. <laughs> Christ. Next one for you then. Um, who would play you in a movie of your life? <laughs> who would play me? So what movie star would play me in like a film about my life? Who do you think? That's a hard one, that, isn't it? Oh, wait a minute. Someone said I look like... Um... Oh, no, but with the, the facial hair, I probably don't know. Owen I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> about a lot of people in the past say I look like Owen Wilson a bit. <laughs> what, when you're clean shaven, yeah? Yeah. yeah weirdly enough, when I've got long hair and I'm clean shaven, yeah, apparently I kind of look like Owen Wilson. I've had people take piss out of me saying I look like that. Yeah, oh. so yeah, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Here's the answer, yeah. <laughs> Go with Owen Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> Right then, last one. Um, if you could choose any superpower, what would you choose? Any superpower? Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one. There's always a downside to having a superpower. <laughs> there actually is. I've seen that many films. I just know there's always a downside. Uh, I would say invincibility, but living forever sounds a bit shit. Yeah. Um... Ooh. Oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to be on this one a long time. I'll have every power. <laughs> That's an answer. I'll have every fucking power. But I can choose when I die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so there you go. Usually people have said, well, what's the most common ones? Flying. Like you said, shitless of heights. <laughs> right. So I'll get in a cage and fight someone, right? My girlfriend wants me to get on a lot of big rides. Yeah. As theme park, no. <laughs> I just she looks at me, she's like, Yeah, but you're not gonna get hurt. I was like, there's that small chance. <laughs> Something will happen. It probably won't, but I've seen two fucking Final Destination films. <laughs> I am. Um, you probably understand with the autism, so you guys kind of get all of it. Yeah. You understand it. Uh, yeah. Ah, fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. Yeah, flying's a no-go for me. I, I couldn't look down at the earth from that <laughs> fucking happening. Fuck that. Fucking no. hell, thinking about it. You seen that film, Fall? Which? That film on Netflix, it's called, um, is it called Fall in the Fall? Yeah. These oh, fucking was that where on the like... that fucking massive tower? Yeah. Christ. We were watching it the other day. I was sweating my tits off the nerves. <laughs> She's like, are you all right? I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> like, what the fuck are these two doing? <laughs> Like, why? And I'm just looking, it's just a film and it's probably all fucking just effects, special effects. It's probably, they're probably not even up there that high. I'm yeah. looking at it. No. <laughs> no. 
No, just the thought of seeing, you know, some of these videos too that you see, and these people are climbing up these fucking massive yeah. mountains. Like, oh, like well, three climbers and that. I'm just like, yeah. How and why? Yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. N- not, ab- not about that life. <laughs> no. And, and, and people say what I do is dangerous. <laughs> oh, at least you get checked on after the fight, you know, these fellas. If I make a mistake, there's a chance I don't die. <laughs> get head kicked, get knocked out, I wake up, boom. Yeah. And I'm still here. You know what I mean? I break my arm, I'm still here. Fucking fall from 10,000 feet. Yeah, I don't think I'm surviving that somehow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> that was oh. we we'll set them up now. Uh, that, that, was, that was the last one we had for you, mate. Um, yeah, you're giving me some anxiety now. I'm about that. <laughs> really? so I, I'm gonna get on an airplane. I don't even like getting on airplanes anymore. So if cage warriors want me to fight internationally, you've got to you've got to set up like a, a boat or something. I'm not getting <laughs> fuck that. I tell you, you could just like get the ferry to Dublin if you do one over there. Yes, yeah, sweet, I'll do that. <laughs> Dublin, easy, do that. Yeah, no planes. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, as you say, mate, that was everything we had for you. Uh, really appreciate you taking the time out of training and then everything to speak with us. It's been a pleasure. Well, that was that was an absolute pleasure. I'm just glad to you know be myself and you know show people what I'm about. Absolutely, mate. Continue to do it. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, best of luck on the 15th anyway mate we'll be rooting for you so oh, hope all goes well this is the race I love it it was super necessary Go now.